I was like, cool, man. And what games? I think he ended up getting Mario Kart and Odyssey. I think Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch. Because that's the thing, like. If he and was, he was still torn because he's t- like, well, I think he likes the shooters. You <laughs> like Splatoon, so I'm like, I'm like, and I was like, he's asking. You should what just be like, get that too, dude. Get <laughs> like, yeah, get those. Get, get, them, the, get them, man. Oh, I know. Like, it's just the guy that was just like, oh, your Nintendo's, your, oh, your PlayStation Four's not working. Just uh, get the fifty dollar credit and uh, spend three hundred dollars and get a new one. I was like, yeah, fuck you, Jesse. <laughs> I'm paying off an eighteen thousand dollar TV, Jesse. Okay, <laughs> come on, man. I didn't think make it by the eighteen thousand dollar TV. Hey, dude. It's fine. I just have to do this a couple of times <laughs> to the console and it works. <laughs> then stop bitching. I'm going to bitch because I need to fucking make a console that doesn't fucking. Says the guy that bitches about everything. You guys both bitch about everything. So. Yeah, it's true. I bitch about, I've, I've I bitch been about up, less things. I've been upfront about bitching about things. <laughs> I don't know what to bitch about. I really don't have much to complain about. So <laughs> it's like, just he like, feels well, bad now. I, I need to bitch about something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't feel like... I feel like I'm You uncool. should bitch about not having anything to bitch about. Oh, I fucking hate that I can't bitch about anything. It's <laughs> <fucking> stupid. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe Ramirez. And welcome, everybody, to the holiday Christmas week. It is the holidays. Merry Christmas, Beto. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Joe. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas, Jess. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah to all. Happy Kwanzaa. Um, what else is there? Hmm? What else holidays are there? Mm. If you don't celebrate Christmas, happy day. If you're not a good person or not <clears throat> a, if you're a bad person, Krampus is coming for you. Krampus will destroy you. Krampus. But all I got to say. Christmas wait, with the crunks? With the crunks? Yeah. Cranks. Crunkalicious? Get crunked up. Get crunked up. Get but you, crunked up. <laughs> <clears throat> but you know what I want to know? I want to know something, Beto. Mm. What's up, fool? Where you going, fool? To my pad, fool. For reals, fool? Nah, fool. I'm going dog. to the store, fool. What's up? For real, I'm going man. to the store. That's fucked up. For reals, fool. For real, fool. Yeah, fool. For reals, fool. Yeah, fool. Damn, fool. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's not cool. Don't never lie to friends. No. I saw you. I, okay, this is like the the one difficult thing. No, the, the, this is why I'm bringing it up. Um, sometimes I'll be, you know, on PlayStation, and then I'll see, oh, Beto's online, and it says Beto's playing Call of Duty, World War Two, and then I go, oh, cool, he's playing. Wait, he's either has it on pause and is watching YouTube or Netflix or whatever. Um, so I'm guessing that's, that's what that was. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Yeah, just been busy. No, I just I didn't. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I thought we were gonna do something else, so I really didn't bother to play anything. So I was like, "Fuck video games for right now." Fuck it. So yeah. What you, Joe? What's up for? Fear not, guys. 
I played games. I was prepared <clears throat> for any redirection. We decided to go with the podcast. Mm. I got some interesting shit that went on. Uh, first and foremost, my PlayStation Four, shit? my PS4 Pro, the Prizo took a my PS4 Pro Prizo took, took a shit. It pooped. Took Your a crap. System pooped. It took a crap, man. It crapped. It literally I, crapped. I put a disc in and it started to try to read it, and then it sounded like it was spitting the disc out, but it didn't. <laughs> and then <laughs> exactly like that. I, I, when when Joe says it, like I put a disc in, and I think he's like shoving it in. Like, There's already a disc in. There's a fucking thing that's working. <laughs> you know, to be honest with you, I actually thought that that was the case. Yeah. <laughs> and no. Um, so I it, it sounded like I wanted to spit the, the the game out, and then it started to try to load it again. And then I got disc unrecognizable, which I was like, what the fuck? What is that? So, um, and I thought, huh, maybe it's just, maybe it's just the game I tried. So I tried to try it all. And then it was like every disc based game that I have, um, nothing works. So that sucked. Uh, and conveniently I am about a month out of a month or so out from my one year PS4 Pro warranty. So you can... Really, a year? Perfect timing. It's a one-year warranty, Sony. so you can and you're kiss out of my the year? fucking really? ass, Sony. Yeah, huh. for some shoddy hardware. So now you're like completely against Sony, huh? <laughs> I am actually. I fucking yeah. hate them. But uh, like, but then next time, like, if something happens with Nintendo, like, fuck Nintendo, fucking assholes. You yeah. know what? I'll be honest with you. Nintendo's really, Nintendo's never really done me wrong. But when they until do, they do, until they do, you're gonna <laughs> fucking hate them. I will give them. I will give them the benefit of the doubt uh, because they've gone oh. this long oh, without okay. fucking me so, over. Wait, okay. So is this the has first your PS, time? Has your PS4 or PS3 ever fucked up? Or my PS4 is already. I've, or so my original PS4 fucked up, and I had to uh, get that replaced. How did it fuck up? What happened to it? Uh, it thing? was the yellow light of death. Remember, where it just wouldn't it wouldn't do anything. Uh-huh. You remember that? Uh, so I sent it in. They sent me a refurb, which was fucking loud. The fan on that thing was loud. Not like jet engine loud like yours was, <laughs> Dude, but loud. So I was like, what the that fuck is loud. this? <laughs> so I remember I got the PS4 Pro because I'm yeah. like, all right, well, I'm, I mean, I wanted the Pro anyways. And then I was, you know, I had a loud PlayStation. So I was like, oh, all right, I'm, I'm in. But um, prior to that, PS3, that one was in warranty, though. Um, so, yeah, I've had issues with I've had issues with them in the past. But this one sucks. This one kind of bothers me because it's like, okay, I paid three ninety nine for this fucking console, mm-hmm. um, and then right at the one year, like right after the one year point, it takes a crap, and then I go like <laughs> I, I I check the Sony site and they tell you to do all the stupid you know a bunch of stupid things, troubleshooting. Yeah, and then they go, oh, you're gonna RMA, and it's like, all right, this is my problem. Oh yeah, it's gonna be one hundred sixty bucks. I'm like, fuck, really? A hundred and sixty bucks? You told them that? Huh? You told the guy on the phone that? I didn't. I did tell. You're like, I chatted okay, with sir. Someone. Hey, sir. No, I did chat with someone and I was like, uh-huh. you guys expect me to pay $160? The thing's like a month out of warranty and it's 160 Yeah, fuck you guys. That's Wait, you told you. them that? Man, I'm fuck you guys. But I was like, ah, that's stupid. I'm not going to do it. I did, say, I did say that. I didn't cuss at them. But and what'd they say? I was like, well, we're sorry. You know, I apologize. But, da, da, da. but I was like, no, this is dumb. This is, I was you like, should have oh. said, how much was it again? They, they said it was going to be? 160 bucks. You'd be like, all right, I'll pay the 160 but I get two free years of uh, PlayStation Plus, right? <laughs> so for being such a loyal PlayStation owner. I, they would do that. I have a podcast, third party controller podcast, <coughs> one of the top rated uh, video game podcasts in the world. It's one of the top. It's one of the top. It's one of the top podcasts in the world. It's one of the podcasts in the world. It's one of. <laughs> it's one of the podcasts in the world. It is. 
Um, and you're like, I know Reggie Fizeme. He's my uncle. He's my uncle. I'm like, I'm like, I will bring you fucking down. So <laughs> <laughs> I will go on this podcast and wreck you guys. I will ruin your name. Nah, it just sucks. I was like, okay, so it just it just seemed fucking like shitty. I'm like, all right, three ninety nine plus another one sixty. I'm like, that's deal. That's crazy. Um, it's really annoying that it was like right after that one year period. I'm like, oh, yeah. awesome. And then you look online, and like it seems to be something that a lot of people, like not. I'm not saying it's a, a giant issue, but like it seems fairly common. A bunch of people have that same issue going on. And so, um, is it a lot of people, or do you think it's a lot of vocal people? I don't know. I mean, if you if you look it up and you like on YouTube and on other stuff like that, you see people with the same issues with like stuff going on with the with optical drive, whether it's the lens or something. So um, what was it? What is it? Yeah. I personally think it's the lens. I don't. I haven't. I haven't like completely got it down, but I think I either need a new lens or um, I actually went ahead and checked a couple of different places, like price wise. And um, there's a place locally around around here that. The guy, I, when I spoke to the guy, he's like, you know, he's like, I don't play players PS4s, but he's like, but I know how to fix them because that's what they do. And he's like, either he's like, it's either going to need a cleaning, which I ended up, I, I cleaned it at work, and it wasn't really that dirty. And the eye looked clean, so I was like, okay, I actually cleaned it myself, opened it up, um, put it back together, try it, and still did it. And then the guy mm-hmm. was like, if it's not the cleaning, it's probably going to be you're going to need a new lens, a new eye. And so it sounds, it's sounding to me like it's going to be like hundred. Like a hundred dollars, which is fucking much better than Sony's one sixty. Um, <coughs> so, <clears throat> but luckily, like before I decided to go and do that, I looked at some more videos and I found that I can actually get my console working again if Play I do a very high tech, a very high tech. Um, uh, there's a very, 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 very high tech procedure where you put the disc in and then you tap <laughs> on the top of the console right where the yeah. eye is. A couple of times and then it and sure enough yeah i was like wow there it did read my disc so but you can tell there's something up with it like it's louder than normal the eye like you can hear you know when a game's in there like, mm-hmm. like it just you can tell there's something something up with it so um i think maybe either not this week or maybe after christmas or new year i'll probably send i'll probably take it to that place and have them fix it, it just sucks man i'm just like Seriously, yeah, 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 no. like it's a fucking four dollar console, and within one year you're in, you know. I mean, you can say what you will about X, like Microsoft and like the Red Ring bullshit. Yeah, I mean, they the, went above and beyond, and, and but I, and, the and red I, the Red Ring was a known factor of something that they knew was going to be a problem. They knew what was wrong with it. They still produced the console, and of course, it was so big. That's what they had to do. So that's what Peter <coughs> Moore Peter Moore told him. They're like, this is how much it's going to cost to fix it. And he's like, do it. Like, this was known. This is them knowing. No, I'm, my, like, my whole thing was like, like, but you have the one-year warranty. But once shit started red ringing, they were like, yeah, fuck that. Fuck the warranty. Like, you, you're Basically, they were like, you'll, you'll, get, a, you'll get it swapped. Yeah, but the reason why is they knew that was going to happen. They knew that was the problem with that system. They just wanted it out. You get what I'm saying? You have a company that was like, hey, we know they're going to fuck up for a huge percentage of, of the consumer. Let's still fucking do it because we want to make a deadline. All I know to is where that. to where like Sony, like let's say the percentage of the hardware failure is a certain percentage, which is regular. Again, this isn't widespread. For all we know, maybe in the next couple of months, we'll find out it is a widespread thing. They knew they just wanted the pro out. I don't know. 
but it's a small percentage and unfortunately you hit that percentage where you're that small percentage not enough for them to extend a warranty or do anything you have those two factors <laughs> it just it just it's, it, bo- it bothers where, me that since- I think red ring affected all of us right sure you should uh, dude uh, no not me not you Okay, I had to send I had to send out mine twice. Mm. You know, yeah, I just, it's cool that I got a new one, but I still had to send it out. For me, it just like it just sucks that from like the from the PS3 and Xbox 360 uh, console generation mm. mine on, every one of my consoles <clears throat> is fucked up. Mm-hmm. And it it wasn't always like that. Like my PS2, I never really had an issue with. Mm-hmm. Um, PS1, uh, fuck the original. Actually, the original Xbox I had did did the the uh dvd drive fucked up but yeah those were so easy to fix like it was literally like a 20 minute fix you open up the console you you've unplugged one thing and then put something in it was like so easy to fix that that mm-hmm. wasn't a big deal but like like opening the ps4 like it, i must feel like these things should be modular at this point like they should be everything in that thing should be plug and play and it was such a pain in the ass to kind of take it apart <coughs> it wasn't difficult but it was like really you had to like take screws off from the top and move things off. Then you had to turn it over and take screws mm. off from the bottom. And then you had to turn it back over. And I'm just like, yeah, I opened my original one. I was like, you guys may, they, I get it in some aspects, but at the same time, like if it's basically like a fucking computer now, why are you making it so difficult to open up? Like, it's really not necessary. Like in my opinion, um, I, 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 I now know what it, the inside of a PlayStation four pro looks like now. It's oh, interesting. It's kind of cool. So yeah, that sucked. Um, but I finally did get it. Pl- I've got it running and I've got it playing. I played some of the Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. I like. I've been playing the campaign. And the campaign's pretty cool. It's really nice. I, yeah. I mean, it looks really freaking really nice. I was actually pretty impressed with uh, with um, how it looked. It's actually really refreshing to go back to World War II. I think you yeah. were mentioning that. I was like, it's kind of cool. Like, I haven't I, played the story, but I'm playing the online. And I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I was. I digged it. Not. Being from the future or for whatever, yeah, the, the now or whatever, it was kind of cool to go back. <laughs> it follows. Um, I'm not sure if I think it was already done in a Call of Duty game, but I know that. And then World at War was Japan, huh? Oh, no, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. World, I mean, it was World War Two, but I don't know if it was Japan. I believe it was Japan. Uh, this is basically takes you back to D-Day, Normandy, storming like Normandy, um, mm-hmm. kind of like the whole Private Ryan thing. Um, you have that and then it's kind of like just going through europe going into germany it's it's been pretty cool so far i've been enjoying it can't say i you know i generally with the exception of a few call of duties i normally i enjoy the campaigns they're dumb they're fun a lot of explosions and shit like that i I dig them my my usual gripe is that they're short and i'm Mm -hmm. sure this one's probably not gonna be that long but i'm hoping that all the other stuff in the package you know makes it worth my while with with joe right now it, it just came to mind with joe bringing up his, the, his ps4 pro messing up what consoles did you guys end up having that messed up at though like did you have any consoles that messed up my the wii original wii messed up for <coughs> me i couldn't take the disc out um that was uh yeah the week i had a zelda stuck in there and i just wouldn't come out um and my PS3 also got a disc uh, stuck in there. Mm-hmm. That was it. Though. Anything else? My Xbox, the 360, surprisingly, was fine. Yeah. And that was it. 
But I just ended up trading mine in, my uh, PS3 for uh, for the Slim. <coughs> and then uh, the, the Wii U, I forget, I think I did the same thing. Or, I don't know, I think it was still under warranty maybe? Wait, you didn't have a Wii U. A Wii, sorry, Wii. Huh. And then, uh, yeah, was, I think I ended up trading that one in. And I think I think the Wii, <laughs> I don't think you had a warranty on it. Oh, yeah. But was, I just yeah. did it as a warranty. Yeah. I think you hooked me up like that once too. Yeah. Or the three. I don't know if it was a 360 or if it was... I think it was a Slim somehow or something. I don't know if it was. Yeah. Well, what about you, Joe? Any other... You mentioned your PS... No, PS2, right? Uh, no, PS2s were good. Um, it all started PS, the Xbox 360 and then PS3. From those console generations on, I've always had... You know, something's always popped up or there's been an issue. I remember I paid to get my PS3 because I forgot how much it was. Um... And they sent they sent they sent me a refurb. And I remember I don't know I remember I had an issue with it. I was like uh, something. Like no, you know what it was. I had an issue with it, and then I think I had another issue with it, and then I ended up. That's when the Slim came out, and I had to get it being a PS3 Slim. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so crazy how that all works. <coughs> I mean, upstairs I have a PS3, 60 gig old school one uh and it's an original one and it's still working there's no issues with it or nothing like that it's just crazy how Uh how they how it works or just i I don't know but um (coughs) ps4 i've had issues had issues with each one of the consoles um and it just sucks man i mean fuck i it almost seems better to just in in the aspect of like just go to xbox no (laughs) what are you crazy (laughs) Um, no i just like like pc pc owners i mean i'm sure pc owners have the same shit but i mean i feel like it it just seems easier like it's it's more they're modular so you can either they have more options as far as like i'm gonna fix this fucking thing or i have a you know i can return it i have my warranty on that thing i just feel like there's more options for them like it's easier to fix stuff like that because it's you know but you'd want to do that i mean i, I it would I mean, be kind of cool yeah. to do that but i mean to to pay for a good like pc mm-hmm. it's expensive and then i mean you just you don't end up with all the same games man i mean it's just it's hard i'm just saying i i get why someone would kind of want to go the pc route in order to be able to just be able to troubleshoot their own shit mm-hmm. fix it i mean and I'm, so I'm sure there's there's times when a graphic card craps out and you're like all right well i'm gonna get use my warranty and i have to you try to you know send it back but i mean you know what if they're past their warranty? Try to re- fix it. I mean, you know, I feel like there's still options. I feel like options, there's probably more options for someone like with a PC mm-hmm. than there are for someone, you know, with your own with your own console, basically. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I get, I can see why people like on PC would, I think that's, an, that's a, a benefit for them, you know, in some cases. I mean, in some cases, you're fucked, you know? Your graphics card fucking fries. You're kind of screwed. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So there's still issues here and there, but I don't know. It just it it bummed me out though to know like, like I mean, this fucking thing's a year old and I'm already I'm already having issues with it. Um, I feel like they just don't make shit like they used to. Honestly, that's what it really feels like. Well, there's so much more shit in, in consoles now than there was back then too. So. And I also feel that's another reason why, like, the Switch, I, I mean, I'm not saying that it will or will not, but, I mean, the Switch is a, basically a fucking tablet, you know what I mean? 
something craps out on it. I mean, I'm mean, number one, if it's something does ever crap out on it, that sucks. But at the same time, I've never really run into an issue yet where a tablet that I've owned has really gone to crap. Hmm. Um, that might be a benefit for like probably Nintendo. I didn't watch enough porn on it. <laughs> <clears throat> Watching, not, not, watching enough, not enough, uh, not enough, what do you call it, uh, 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 viruses? Virus. I think that's the thing, like, with consoles is <coughs> there is that percent of, of hardware failure. Um, and it sucks, you know, like, I think I had a PS2 that messed up and that really sucked. Really? Uh, yeah, my P, my original <coughs> old PS2. And the only thing I could think of what happened was, Great. you know, uh, the disc, the lens, Oh, but then dirty. I would use those um, the disc cleaners with the brushes, and I heard that was like, no, don't use those. It They'll those. scratch your yeah. disc. So the lens, no? Yeah, the lens. It'll scratch the lens. So I, I just wasn't sure. I was just like, okay, ever since that, when I got a new one, and I don't remember how I got a new one. I think either I just bought another one or I just did a trade-in or something. I don't remember. But um, from there on, I would just like take care of the console and not use those like brush ones. Um to clean a disc i think um 360 was i mean everyone almost everybody had a, a messed up system uh i want to say my ps3 was overheated because of nick nick i'm not sure oh, i know yeah. that he overheated the 360 that was the first time it happened he overheated it yeah. um 360s i think i went through four or five of them yeah they already went through a bunch of them yeah um, <coughs> yeah i mean it just it's just shitty, man. When, like, you know, you think about, like, you know, and it's something I always kind of forget. You get excited for a new console, you're enjoying your console, and, you know, I feel like it's still a fairly recent thing where, like, I'm thinking about, like, every console I've purchased in the last, uh-huh. the last two generations has fucking crapped out on me. So, well, actually, except when, for the Xbox One that I have. Sorry. That one. Good. <laughs> well, except for the Xbox One, but probably just because of the fact that I don't use it. So yeah, it's basically, yeah. like, well, you know, it's you like think? when you have a 1998 uh, uh-huh. uh, fucking uh, Oldsmobile and you go, how many miles does that thing have? And you're like 3,000. <laughs> well, what do you think about warranties? <laughs> paying for like a store <laughs> warranty or not paying? Because there's some people who go like, I don't pay for store warranties because it's just 50 bucks I waste if the thing doesn't mess up. But then you got the company manufacturer's warranty that's just a year. What do you think they should do? Like extend it from more than just a year, or depending on your problem, or one year and one month. One year and one month (laughs) for Joe. Um, I mean, like, what's what's? I mean, you could have purchased a two-year warranty for like 150 um, fucking more dollars. And I mean, here's the thing: consoles aren't fucking cheap, man. And it's like, you know. Actually, I think GameStop does it for like 60, 80 bucks. Right. I mean, still, when you think about it, like consoles are already fucking expensive. Like, imagine well, paying thing, five hundred dollars uh, for an Xbox One X. I'm just saying, throwing yeah. it out there, paying five hundred dollars for an Xbox One X, and then being like, do you want the extended warranty? You're like, Jesus Christ, how much is this? You know, it's fucking, it's it's seventy more dollars, and I'm like, I could buy a game for that. Uh, okay, I guess you know, and then, and but then like, yeah, but in hindsight, <laughs> now don't you kind of wish you had that? Not say, I mean that like, where's where's the you you have choices and you you there's times where you choose and like oh yeah within a year your did thing did mess up you can you could have just gone to the store wherever you purchased it and got a new one but you didn't and you're in this situation to where your system you have to pay money now so you had choices 
That's what I'm saying is like, I'm not blaming you, but looking at it that way, do you change your habits of when you buy consoles now? I mean, get the it warranty, might be a possibility. You? I don't know. I, I feel it's a, it's a shitty thing that I have to fucking worry about when it, it was something that I never really had to worry about in, in the past. You but know you I mean? had consoles that messed up before. Yeah, now, well, now, up to this point, you know, it was like, I, I felt like, you know, it was like our PS3, Xbox 360. Okay. You kind of always hope that it's just a, it's a, it's a isolated thing. I mean, if, if I had my, honestly, like, I don't expect my console, like, nowadays, because they're basically like computers, I don't expect my console to last eight years and never have an issue. Like, if this, if this had happened another year down the line, like, I've had this, my, my console two fucking years or three years, and then something happened, I'd be like, ah, crap. Okay, let's do this. But, I mean, for me, it just seems so fucking shitty that it's, like, literally one year, and then, like, and, I, and you know, I just... One year and one month past my fucking warranty. That's the day I bought this thing. It's fucking still fairly brand new. It craps out. And then the other thing that gets me, it's like, it's the eye. And I'm like, you know, when they're like, one of the things I, I remember them saying is like, well, we, we like to download all the, all the, you're basically installing your game on your hard drive and the disc is basically like in there to play, you know? And, and my thought on that is like, okay, so that means that the, your eye, because if the, if it's not really reading the game off the disc anymore, or really not reading that much, that should put less stress on your eye on the fucking lens. And here we are a year later on some with a situation where it's like, no, it's still fucked up. And it's like, why? You're already making us do shit that takes us like they're doing all of these things to take us away from like playing games. And that's another thing that like when you bring up like nowadays, you can't just put a game in and play unless you're playing on fucking the switch. Sure you can. And that's all fucking awesome. But it's like you got to put the game in. You got to install the game. Then you got to update the game. You mm-hmm. know, it's all time being taken away. And when you think about it, and you're just like, well, why is this happening like this? And then they're like, well, you know, put the game on the disc now. You know, it installs to the hard drive. And I don't know if anyone ever said this, but my thought was just like, okay, well, if you're doing that, then like, then, you know, your your actual drive, the I, which yeah. reads this shit, shouldn't be yeah as taxed. But I'm like... You're you're probably that small percentage that got hit with whatever problem it was, right? I know, I know. Like there was a couple of people that when the switch came out, someone had that problem. It was uh, I think it was Maximilian. Remember, I was telling you about though. He couldn't get the the cartridge of the switch to work. He had to plug in his headphones. Then it could detect it. Then he'd have to unplug it. But sometimes when he unplugged it, it would still think that the headphones were still plugged into the console itself. Mm-hmm. So that was something that, it, like, they, at that time, because the Switch was so so new, like, they couldn't guarantee that he'd get one back right away during, from the warranty. Um, or even, like, a warranty he got at a store. It's like, yeah, you have a warranty. We can replace it. We just don't have consoles right now. We don't know when we're going to get any more consoles. I ran into a problem with mine where I put my headphones in there, and when I took them out, for whatever reason, it still acted like the headphones were plugged in there, and sound wouldn't come from the thing. Mm-hmm. So I freaked out. It was like, because I remember that Maximilian thing. But from now on, it's been cool. Mm-hmm. But what if something happens? I'll be that small percentage that probably has that problem. I'll probably be that small percentage that has a problem of putting the cartridge in. You was know? it a, was it a, a, like a defined hardware issue, or was it something that they could actually fix via uh, firmware or software? Do you know if that ever was figured out? I don't think it was big enough. I think it was just a small percentage of that happened to people. I mean, it was the same thing with the. Uh, the Joy-Con, the right Joy-Con yeah. wouldn't be that accurate because they found out all you need was a little piece of a uh, foam thing on your on your Joy-Con. 
You know, it wasn't everyone everyone thought, oh, it's not working, it'll be a firmware update. But really it was like, no, you need that piece of foam. Mm-hmm. It just yeah, I mean, I don't know. When I just going back to like the warranties and shit. I mean, I guess it's something that I have to consider, but I really sh- you know, I don't know, you buy a fucking four or five hundred dollar piece of equipment and you, you all you really want is for it to work. For a few years. And that's my I, I don't expect perfection. But it just sucks to know, like, like, one year later, I'm like, come on, are you fucking kidding me? It, it wasn't always like this, you know? As an, and, uh, They don't make them like they used to. I know that sounds like so fucking cliche, I mean, but it's the truth. Nowadays, you're like, dude. I mean, you say, like, it was never always like this, but what if there was the people who are listening to this is like, I had an NES. That shit stopped working after like a year. Or I had a Super Nintendo. I knew and, people I, you know, who had that issue, but usually yeah. it's because like, oh, what happened? I fucking dropped it. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm sure there's people that had issues with. But like, you know, I'm just saying with yeah. hardware, anything, anything could happen. I I'm, just, I'm not trying to defend like I just, I never heard that I'm stuff I'm not though. trying to defend. Yeah, you didn't because it didn't affect you or maybe the percentage of people that we knew, but yeah. it probably happened to people. Well, you no, know, I'm like, sure it is. But like, like nowadays though, like uh-huh. I'm just saying like even like my friends that had NESs or SNESs and shit like that. I never heard them complain about like oh you know like take for example my nephew uh, uh my nephew yeah. the other day he brought in yeah, his super not, nes I, yeah. and i'm just like i'm not saying, brought it to work and it works so you're saying if you know people that's when it happens no what i'm saying you is, is I'm like saying? I, no i'm just saying like, time, like like hardware in general regardless if it's a console a television freaking uh, uh apple tv or whatever some of them <coughs> have that small percentage of uh malfunction you know just I just I don't, don't feel like anybody, it's as you know. small of a percentage anymore. And I'm I'm saying my issue with my PS4, you're probably right. It is a small percentage thing, and it's wait. You don't it, think what is a small percentage anymore? I just feel like the amount of consoles nowadays that fuck up. I'm not saying for any one reason or another. It's it's become a more common thing now, as opposed to more consoles are messing up than before. Kinda, I I think so. And maybe that has to do with technology. Maybe it, maybe it has to do with the fact that like these things are fucking literally computers now. What's the you know what have you? I I don't know, but I just know like when I was younger, like I said, when I was younger, and the, like old consoles, and I and I'm basically gonna go like yeah, back in the day. Everyone I knew that had shit like that, I never really he- heard many things about like oh this broke on me or that broke on me. It wasn't until like the last maybe ten years that it just seems like everyone I've talked like almost everyone I talked to like when it comes to one it was like. Oh, PS3. Oh, yeah, mine broke. Like everybody. I got my work. I've got people that their shit broke. Um, PS4. I mean, I know a couple people that that shit I've been doing. And I'm, I'm not saying that it's like in my experience. This is just in my experience. It just seems like it's become a more common thing. And it's probably a good reason for that. Yeah, I mean, someone's going to be like, well, these fucking things are not. They're fucking state-of-the-art electronics this shit happens there's more and more parts in these things i get it but it still sucks you know what i mean like mm-hmm. at the end of the day it just sucks that 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 this is what you know that that happens nowadays you almost expect your console to fucking crap out on you at some point i do now i'll be honest with you now at this point from this point on i'm like any console i buy i'm expecting it to crap out on me i hope my nintendo doesn't because my nintendo's have always been good to me but would it now surprise me Probably not. Not anymore. Do you think it takes this to happen to make you kind of prepare for just in case? I don't know. I'm still not big on fucking warranties because I feel like in a lot of cases... Well, it depends on where I get the warranty from. It comes back. If you had it, you would have gotten a new one by now. Probably. Probably? Huh? 
Well, if I if I'd bought one, yeah. Yeah. I but I, no, I've heard if some fucking one, bad. Yeah, but I've heard some bad fucking stories about certain kinds of warranties. It depends on where you get your warranty from. I'm just saying, like I've I'm heard. I'm not people, saying to get your warranty at fucking some other place. I'm just saying, like places you've gone to before. It would it would definitely make me rethink. I, I maybe for consoles it would, but not for everything. I'm just saying, like I've heard warrant like whenever I think about warranties, like I've heard like TV warranties, like at Best Buy. I've heard like, oh yeah, get the extended warranty, and then I've heard stories about how where the Best Buy warranty fucking sucks. Like I went to get my TV, and then I could only get this or that. And I know that's a TV, but whenever I've heard stories about that kind of shit, it always kind of soured me on like extended warranties. It did. Mm-hmm. Um, if if for consoles, if it's a lot quicker, if it's just a lot simpler, it's like yeah, yeah, you bring it in, you get your new console. Yeah. It does sound good. I mean, obviously, it's something that I'm gonna have to think about. I wish I didn't have to think about it. I really wish I didn't have to think about it, but I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, it, it is a, it's, it's, it's just a, a fact of, of, so fuck warranties is what Joe's saying. Uh, fuck warranties. Fuck, fuck Microsoft for their shoddy shit. Fuck Sony for their shoddy shit. Nintendo, you guys are cool right now. I hope you guys stay cool. So far, right? So far, Nintendo, so far. Reggie, Papa Reggie, you're okay. Thirty years, Reggie, Thir- okay. thirty plus years of fucking banging out consoles. Thirty years now or no? Mm-hmm. And y'all been good to me. And I, don't, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I'm gonna be honest, Reggie. I dropped some of your guys' consoles, but they still work. <laughs> I didn't always treat my consoles great. On purpose. You did it on purpose. I may have kicked the cord to my NES or walking through the living room and then BAM! Fuck! Put it back on. I'm like, does it work? Does it work? Does it work? Oh, thank God. But, yeah. I don't know. It's just my little gripe, my rant right now. Jesse, how's your day been? Um, I played the free DLC for Resident Evil 7, the Not a Hero. Uh, I played it in VR. <laughs> um, I streamed a little bit of it. Got kind of motion sickness, so I stopped. But um, what I played, like, Bethel was there watching me. And right off the bat, like... I fell asleep. Bethel fell asleep. But right off the bat, like, I, like how they did it, like, the Not a Hero DLC, felt like, okay, they know the VR worked for Resident Evil 7. We'll take advantage of it. It, it just felt like they... They built around the VR aspect because how it had it was like they gave you a HUD. So there was a HUD in front of you with like your health and all that stuff and your ammunition and everything. But uh, I didn't play I didn't play a ton of it because you're playing as um, I don't want to say it because it's a spoiler. But you're playing as a person. You're kind of going back to an old location in Resident Evil 7. But from that old location, it opens up to newer things after that. But um, so far what I played, they, like... I could feel like, hey, they know VR works. The, the VR was re- a really big selling point for Resident Evil 7 and, and had a lot of attention. So they focused a lot on that DLC to kind of make it fit around it. And I think that it was really fun. They just did a, re- like, compared to playing regular Resident Evil 7 <coughs> in uh, VR, this felt more fine-tuned. And it looked really nice in VR. Like, there mm-hmm. were just games in VR. Um, I also tried... In VR, the Last Guardian demo for the PlayStation VR. Um, I was telling Bethel, it was short. It was really short, mm-hmm. not a very long demo. I liked it. Um, the only and and even in that too, like putting it on, like how much detail, like you can see Trico, like the detail, all the feathers, even the detail in the world. There have been games on the PlayStation VR where you'll see the muddy textures, you know, because it's trying to, it's building the world. 
and but needs to downscale because it's you know the headset itself isn't like <coughs> super crystal clear and it's it's basically like doing multiple images to give you that 3d um you know um it needs to pretty much basically in a way like run two kind of images because you're it's doing your left and right eye um it looked nice like te like just that world like the, the game they they made it fit in vr mm. um the only bummer uh what i didn't like was you couldn't climb trico or walk to areas because you know they did in resident evil where you're actually moving with the controller moving forward kind of clicking the right stick left or right to look around in um the last guardian demo you had to look at like it would show little sculptures like a really cheaply carved out trico kind of a way if i had to say that when you looked at it it would it would be blue at a distance and when you looked at it it would go kind of orange and then you click to go there and you would just not warp it would just go black and you're at that part of the the room you know like that part of the area you just look then you're there you look around you're there um, if Trico is doing a puzzle where you have to climb him, you would just look, there would be a little, um, that little crystal doll thing or whatever on his back. You'd look and you'd be on his back. Um, when I was on his back, I wasn't expecting to have the motion of him jumping. Mm -hmm. And when that happened, I felt like, you know, like I was going to fall off because you feel the motion of being on something and he just kind of jumped forward. But it was, it was really, it was really cool. Like just having him like kind of right in your face and, uh. It's like having a big dog. It was really nice. Even though like I wasn't using it was just with a controller and not with the motion controls. <coughs> I was still like if I was petting him, I put my hands out and I was kinda acting like I was petting him. And I'm you're like, petting Bethel instead. I'm like, what's up, Bethel? <laughs> Bethel wasn't there for that one, but um but it was really short. Or but I could see he? I could see the potential. I could see the potential if they made the entire game, if they could, in VR. I would just like it better if you were able to move around, you know, and, and kind of climb, you know, how they, how they can do that. I don't know. I don't make games, but, uh, if anything, if there was any feedback for that, that VR demo, I would, I would like to be able to actually walk around, but it, it was cool. It was, it was cool. Too short, but again, it's free. Um, Oh, I did play Wolfenstein too. Oh, did you? Oh yes, it is really cool. It starts off really well. You played the first Wolfenstein, right? Mm -hmm. I never did, but it does a really good job of like kind of introducing you to like the characters and the world and what happened before. Mm -hmm. So when you jump right in, it's basically jumping right into the end of what happened in the first game. Okay. Um, but I was telling this to Bethel. Do you ever have those moments when you're playing a game and? If it starts off with story, or even if it starts off with like the gameplay, you'll have games like the probably one of the best examples is The Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past, to where, you know, it goes Link, Link, save me. You know, your uncle leaves or whatever, and you're off. Boom, you're ready to go. You go travel. You get the sword from your uncle, and you start fighting. You know, it's all quick and it's all fast. Or you play other games where it takes a little bit to get into the game. It's telling you, hey, press the X button to jump, triangle to grab things. You know, you're getting stopped every moment. So there's games, basically, like, there's games that can get you right in and you're just, boom, you're right in. You're intrigued. You're ready to go. And there's games that kind of just have a slow beginning. If, you, if it tries to get you in and you're getting pumped up, something happens where it slows it down. So you're kind of losing interest. You kind of have, like, a little wave feature, like... 
your interest is your interest is pinking, your interest is lowering or whatever. Um, the beginning part of Wolfenstein 2 is story, but it was they it was acted so well and done really good to where it like it got my attention. I'm like, oh shit, I'm doing this. Oh, okay, now I got weapons. Shit, I'm shooting. Like the feeling of shooting, the feeling of moving, um, just the animation, just like I to me, I like I noticed it and I just I couldn't you know, I was thinking of um, like the past couple of days. I was thinking, what was the last game that just cooked me right away? You know, because there's some games like, even if they don't hook you right away, it doesn't mean it's a bad game. But there's those games that you remember where, oh, I was in it once I started hit start, boom, I'm in. <coughs> and I was thinking like, oh, it's been a while since there's been a game that just hooked me right off the bat, you know, and it wouldn't let go in a way. Mm. And Wolfenstein 2 did that. Mm. And I just, I really enjoyed how, how it started and how... How it's still progressing. Mm. So I didn't play a ton. Probably played about a good like hour and a half. Mm. But it's kind of those moments where you're like, oh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop now. I probably played for like 20 minutes, and then you notice you played for like an hour and more. But yeah, basically that's all I've been playing. I want to play it. Oh, it's definitely it's definitely something I want to get to eventually. I like the first one. Um, I've been meaning that because I still have the second. Um, the 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 new was it the new blood or I forgot what it's called, but it's the um, yeah, the, the DLC or something like that that was yeah. uh, which is the standard yeah, basically the standalone thing. Mm-hmm. I just haven't gotten around to playing that yet, but I want to play Wolfenstein too because I know Wolfenstein the original Wolfenstein well Wolfenstein for Wasn't it like old blood and the new order. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really it, it was a lo- it was a fun game I, and it really was one of those games that actually was like wow shooters are. It was at a time where you know shooters weren't at a very big, and it, it still hadn't hit that point yet where like we were like, holy fuck, there's a bunch of good shooters out yet. Mm-hmm. It was before that, but it was still one of those first games where I was like, whoa, they redid Wolfenstein and it's really good. Um, so I mean, I feel like um, it's definitely something I want to get around to playing. And hearing that you uh, that you're digging, it's cool. It makes me want to play that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, another game I did end up playing. Uh, I ended up playing. I actually, I, I actually ended up purchasing Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite for the PlayStation Four. I was able to get the Ultimate Edition that came with the Season Pass and all the extra do crap stuff that was for like for ninety or hundred bucks. I don't know how much it was for twenty bucks. So I actually got to play it. Um, I downloaded it. I installed it. It's actually really good. It played really well. I liked it. I liked it. Played better than to me, more than uh, Marvel vs. Capcom three, and like I, yeah, it was just like, the way it worked, like the way it, like the um, what was it called by though the X gauge or the X uh, the you. X trigger X, or, or something, like X trigger or whatever. Like I just Factor. couldn't. Yeah, X Factor. There you go. I couldn't really wrap my head around it. There was there was a lot of stuff in. Marvel vs. Capcom 3, I just, I just, it didn't click with me because, you know, I was a big fan of uh, the other Marvel vs. Capcom games, but at the same time, I was a big fan of uh, Tatsunuka vs. Capcom, and it was the same group who worked on Tatsunuka vs. Capcom was working on Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and I thought, hey, this is going to be good, I like that game, and it just ended up not clicking with me. It was okay, I played a little bit, but I just never got that into it. But with Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite... With the Infinity Stones, being able to use that and like they changed up the gameplay style, I feel it's a it's a tighter game than three was. Like you know, I can't explain. And when I to, when I just said that right now that it was better, Joe gave me a look like whatever. Like Joe is completely done with Capcom fighters. For the time being, yeah, I am. 
It just, you know, that one, that one's just me That's being fucking on, 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 what do so you call it? So you're not going to buy the collection then? Oh yeah, that one's fucking cool. <laughs> okay, but okay. old games. Though. All right. the the other The other thing is, Bethel, you played it. What do you think of Marvel's Capcom Infinite? Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I liked it. It was cool, but I don't know. Just those kind of games, like, they're too like crazy. There's too much shit going on. I feel mm-hmm. like I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. Like I get lucky with some of the stuff that I do. Like when I was juggling, I was like, "How the fuck did I do that?" Like, I, it's it seems like I don't know. I'm probably gonna upset some. <laughs> Marvel's Capcom uh, fans, but I feel like you could do anything, like push any button, and you could fucking play really well. Like, I mean, I'm, there, there's some skill to it, but I just feel like I was just doing anything, and I just like, yeah, I, uh, I, I was juggling, and then bringing my guy in, and he was juggling too, and then just like, they're cool, but I really, I can't get into those games that much. Yeah, yeah. I just and another, and this is just fucking me being. Joe, nitpicky. Joe. No, this is me being Jesse. This is me being Joe. That game Joe. just looks fucking ugly. Like everything I've looked at it, it, it just it good. doesn't look. Oh yeah, like no, 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 completely. That game yeah, doesn't look. It just like, doesn't yeah. look fucking like. It doesn't seem like they put a lot of effort. And like, everything really I've nice. heard about it is that it's it is ugly, but it's pretty good. Like you're saying, I believe you. Like I, when people Joe. are saying that it's it is pretty fun, and it's a good game. I believe you. I just still have no interest in that. I, f- I forget who said it, and then when they said it, I'm like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Um, to where you have like the the original Marvel vs. Capcom games that came out, and um, you know you have Marvel vs. Capcom, Marvel vs. Capcom Two, and those were just like uh, bright, vibrant. Um, you know the the music was just you, you know how the music was in Marvel's Capcom. It fit w- that that kind of gameplay, right? It fit that w- what they were building. Then you got Marvel vs. Capcom three, which took like a very comic book aesthetic, and kind of made that world that way. And, and the music was kind of similar, not to the point of the older ones, but it had its own thing. Now with Infinite, the problem with that is, yeah, graphically it doesn't look nice, but it looks like what they're trying to do is make the world or make like even the music and all that stuff Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's not Marvel comic books; it's Marvel Cinematic Universe because the music's all like. You know, like But do you get you get what I'm saying? Like it's it's they went from comic books to like, okay, what's everyone into? The movies. Okay, let's make this feel like the movie and sound like the movie. To where I don't think that fits a Marvel versus Capcom game. You know? I just yeah, I don't know, man. I'll be honest with you. And it's part of me it's it's part of me being being a little cunty about the games in general. All right. No. I feel like, but Joe, I mean, you cunty? No. Joe, stop. Jesse rubs up on me. <laughs> 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 but I mean, fucking no, but like in general, even before Street Fighter Five, I I was already finding myself like like not having time to play these games. Like I would play these games for a while. I'd get a fight stick. I'd play them, and then I just I never go back to them. And Five was really that first time. I guess it was almost like a fine like fuck. Oh man, like I. I think we were all excited for five. It came out and everything happened. And it was like, fuck, man. Like, yeah. it just, it was the yeah. way it was. And then it just was like, I'm putting my shit away. And you then after a while, I just, now. yeah. And then I never wanted to bring my shit out again. It's just like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I want to get it like later on because I, I do want to play it. I hear, I've, I played a little bit of it, uh, I don't know, a long while ago. But uh, now that there's more stuff coming out for it, <laughs> it seems like they're really, it's actually better now. I, I want to play because I like, I like playing the online stuff. So, I, I want to try it out. 
and dust off my fucking fight stick because uh, I'm using them forever. I would honestly like, seriously, I know it's just, and it sounds crazy. Like I, I would be more interested in playing like the less, the more casual type shit. I mean, I consider Mortal Kombat casual, but it's fun. Like I, when I play Mortal Kombat, it's actually kind of fun. You and, play Street Fighter casually, huh? Yeah, but I, but Mortal Kombat actually like as as it is right now, like Mortal Kombat XL has shit to do for like. If you just want to get in there, like they have the towers, all the single player shit. It's just. I like the trials of Street Fighter. It's just cool. Yeah. You know trials? Just. What? Say it again? Does Street, <laughs> Fight, does Street Fighter have trials? Isn't there an Injustice fucking free play right now? I don't think so, dude. No, really? No, no, five? No. For some reason, I thought there was. I, I could be wrong, dude. You, like, I, think I, there never is. Look at, I think there is, yeah. Isn't there a. Um, I hope there is. But yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back, so see you in a bit. Welcome back, and it's time for news. 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 Ryan Reynolds has reportedly been cast in Legendary's live-action detective Pikachu film as the titular character. Reynolds' role as Pikachu in the Pokemon adaptation will involve motion capture in some way. Reynolds has been one of several names reportedly being considered for the role alongside Hugh Jackman, Mark Wahlberg, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Reynolds joins the cast which reportedly includes Big Little Lies, Catherine Newton, and the Get Down's Justice Smith in the lead live action role. The Detective Pikachu movie plot centers on the kidnapping of a father of Smith's character. The teen leads then teams up with Pikachu, Reynolds, to hunt him down. I like Ryan Reynolds, so, I mean, but I'll be honest with you. What? It's not something I'm going to watch anyway, so, yeah. cool. Cool for him. We're not going <laughs> to watch it? I don't know. Oh, man, it's not going to be Danny DeVito? <laughs> I've not watched any Pokemon movie ever. Yeah, me either. I've played one game the in the one? entire series. So I've only played one game in the entire series. So, I mean, yeah, I'm probably gonna miss that, man. The um, you kind of brought it up right now, where everyone's like, "Oh man, I want Danny DeVito." I think that type of thing, like it being Danny DeVito, would have been funny. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It would have been funny to hear his voice coming out of Pikachu, but I um, would have just been Frank Reynolds to me. <laughs> True, but I, I mean, I think like even. Um, I mean, when, since everyone was so vocal about it, like, oh, we want Danny DeVito, we want Danny DeVito. Like, hey, I think yo, the I think the more that happened, the more they were like, nah, we're not gonna do it. Like, we're, we're distancing ourselves away from what you know what people want. I don't know. That's how I feel about that. But then, like the Disney, the, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't do it because, like, you know, how Disney and all that stuff. They when they make their movies, they heavily reference the old stuff. Hey, remember this? No, it's true. Please, right. please the crowd. So I'm surprised they kind of 
They do but it's not Disney though. I know, but yeah. a lot of people do that. No, no, no you're Disney. right. But Disney is like notorious for doing that. That's true. Because he's fucking Deadpool. And he's the greatest <laughs> character. Tell you why it's Ryan Reynolds. It's because he's fucking handsome. He's way more better looking than Daddy But he's DeVille. not even in. And his face looking mean. And they're gonna try to fucking market this to as much the most people that they can. And having Ryan Reynolds' face or having him attached to it equals that. The the mon- the people that are asking for Danny DeVito. To be like, oh, it should be him. It's a fucking small group of people. I mean, you can be like, it's Pokemon fans. There's a shitload of them. Yeah, but I mean, I really don't think it's that big of a group of people that are like, we need Danny DeVito on Yeah, they're not just trying to get the the Pokemon fans. They just want to get everybody in. Yeah. We don't live in a fantasy world, guys. All right? You ain't getting Danny DeVito as fucking... I'm fucking mad. I'm protesting. (laughs) <laughs> don't watch it. They don't care. I'm not gonna watch it. There's gonna be millions of people that are gonna watch it anyway. You know, you know <laughs> you I'm not gonna, gonna matter. It's like, it's hey, like, guess what? But I'm not watching it either, so it's cool. It's like trying to go. It's like it's like if I'm trying to go vegan, like try to save the world, but it's not gonna happen. Like, I'm not protesting it, but if you want to lump me in your protest, that's cool. Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition has over 200 different endings. Street Fighter Five will continue its path to becoming the game's long-term fans expected with a huge arcade edition update on January 16th, 2018. In a post on the Catcom blog, the company reveals a few more details on what exactly <coughs> fans can expect from the much-requested update. First, Capcom confirmed that the six arcade battle pass included in the update will follow the stories of Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter Alpha, Street Fighter, Al- Street Fighter 3, Street Fighter 4, and Street Fighter 5. To further add to this nostalgic feel, each of these paths will only be playable by characters available in their respective installments. So, no playing as Vega in the original story path and so on. Players will also get a choice of which difficulty to play on, number of rounds, and which opponent to face next, increasing your ability to earn arcade points. These points will then be tallied up (coughs) each month with the highest scoring player earning themselves unique a title. Plus, classic bonus rounds will be back with plenty of barrels to batter. Capcom added that arcade modes have over 200 different endings featuring gorgeous illustrations from various artists. These endings are unlocked by doing everything from simple completing a path to getting a perfect score (coughs) and bonus round. Street Fighter Arcade Edition will be released in both a standard title and free DLC for existing owners on January 16th, 2018. That's too too many. (laughs) Gonna go back to not having enough. No, that's too many. Um, Too many endings. I'm just gonna go ahead. It's too much shit. They added too much now, Jesse. I'm gonna just sing a song real quick. This is directed to Capcom in response to all of that stuff that you just mentioned. It's too late to apologize. <laughs> too late. It's too late to apologize. Yeah. I just. I'm so fucking indifferent to, to Street Fighter in general right now. Like, all that sounds probably. That sounds pretty cool, but I just, I don't care. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it all depends. I mean, it took them two years to kind of make it a complete game. Um, I They did announce um, the characters for next season. It's Sakura, Cody, uh, Saget's going to be in it, Q. G. Or G, sorry. G and... Am I forgetting some other new one, no? Yeah, some chick. I forget it. But I'm excited about that. That's cool. It kind of sucks because it's like I bought this season's DLC going, you know what? I'm going to give Capcom a chance. They say it's going to be new characters. You know, I want maybe these are going to be great new characters. They weren't. They're probably like one was a good character. And then I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm not even going to buy 
the next season unless Saget's in it and then Saget is in it and Sakura too and Sakura and I'm like fuck and Cody Cody's in it too oh so, yeah so I'm just like god damn it yeah kinda want this the arcade edition they're gonna is gonna be cheaper no like what 40 bucks I, I think, think it'd be <laughs> would it be cheaper to get that than the season passes probably yeah I think I'm just gonna get that <coughs> yeah if I buy it only I don't think it's worth it to be honest with you. You don't think it's worth it? You're done. Even if they, even if they improve it, people say, "Hey, it's good." It's I actually fucking love. I, I love uh, fucking Sagat, and that's usually like. When I heard, it, I was like, "Oh, oh, that's pretty cool." And then, nah, what if we get it and we go, Joe? It's actually really fucking cool. Nah, you're done. You no matter, no matter how actually it is good, you're just done with it. Regardless if it's the best fighting Street Fighter ever, if it it came to be the best Street Fighter ever because of how it was released, you're done. You're just done with it. Hmm? Okay. I'm not saying, I'm not saying like I'm not saying Fighter. I wouldn't move on to the next Street Fighter and like like give it a shot or something. That's like that. That's still like, giving it a chance because you gave they did shitty on five and then again. I'm I'm telling you like right now as of Holy right shit. now okay go as of right now five I'm not I have no interest in playing five mm-hmm. and you're right it could end up becoming the best game ever but I feel like my my reason because of the way it started out and just how I, it soured me on stuff is a good enough reason to me not want to play even yeah. if it comes the best fighting game of, like ever and like yeah it only took three years eh, so yeah. give it six months you'll buy it yeah. I won't I, I want to bet. I won't fucking buy. Oh, it. now that you go, well, now bet, that you, you bet, you're not gonna want to lose money. I won't so. buy it. I think it's just, and I'll be honest with you, like it started the whole thing. It just soured me, like on fighting games. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna buy it for him, and be like, hey, give it to him, and then hey, you, can, you got a dollar I can borrow, and just keep it. That was a transaction. You bought it for a dollar. It's cheating. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, but uh, I'm totally into playing Mortal Kombat though. That, that's a great game. Nintendo's new console was an incredibly popular item over the Thanksgiving weekend. Switch was the best-selling product among online retailers on Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and Cyber Monday. While competing platforms like PlayStation 4 and Xbox One were available at a discount, Nintendo's console was not even on sale. Even we had not expected such a record-breaking streak, Jefferson analyst Atlas Goyle explains in a note to clients. This strong sales is going to create a robust install base. (coughs) which is where game software will will monetize over the next five to seven years. Nintendo stock went up 88.5% for the year and is currently trading at $414.50 USD. On the software front, the clear champion of Black Fridays were Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, and Middle-Earth Shadow of War. That's not very surprising considering the price point for Wolfenstein. Yeah. I am a little surprised that Evil Within wasn't higher up then. Yeah, but I think it's like Wolfenstein... It, compared to like Evil Within and Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein is a not a big title, but it's bigger than Evil Within. You get what I'm saying? More people know what Wolfenstein is. Evil Within is like, oh, what's that? And I'm pretty sure someone was like, hey, we got this game for 25 buck, bucks. What's that? Oh, Evil Within. What kind of game is it? Survival horror? Oh no, that's cool. I want the shooter. You know? Yeah. That's probably it. That's probably just what it was. But what do you think with the Nintendo Switch? Being like the biggest thing during Black Friday, um, and it not even being on sale. I think it's. I mean, after I mean, out of all of those, it's still one of the more affordable consoles. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, it it makes sense why. 
why it made that much, but I mean, there's still some consoles that were like 250, like the the slim, right? When the slim yeah. like 250 well, at some point. No, the no, no, no 200. Slim, 200, was <laughs> 200 which yeah. was sold out in a lot of places, huh? Yeah, it sold yeah. out everywhere. What was it? I was talking to a buddy of mine. And he said uh, we still had f- switches on Black Friday. Oh yeah. But he said like we had 40 PlayStations and they were gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It it doesn't. It's not surprising, but I think it is. It's actually very smart that. The fact that Nintendo actually had them available. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and they're still available right now. Uh-huh. Like my boss went and bought one on uh, this past week. Yeah. He went to BestBuy.com. He's like, oh, it's there. And he was like, I'm gonna get one for my son. He's been enjoying it. Uh, he's playing with his friends. He he was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking get it for him. Mm-hmm. So he ended up getting it in two games. And I'm like, oh, it's in stock. And he's like, yeah, it's right here. I'm like, cool. And fucking delivered it in two a two day shipping. It was there. And I was like, the fact that. It's, they actually have them. They're like they're yeah. smart yeah, yeah. to be like it's it's Christmas, it's gonna be available. People are gonna be buying them. Mm-hmm. Smart. And I think the good thing too that it came out early in the, <laughs> early in the year that they were yeah. able to produce a lot more. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> they um, created the demand for it, and then mm-hmm. at Black Friday, and then like holiday season comes, like yeah, hey, we're gonna have enough. Everyone will be able to get yeah. when they're like everyone's like really, and they wouldn't buy them. Um, and now, the SNES jo- Classic is a fucking different story <laughs> altogether. <laughs> Joe's like, oh, here's my friend code. Give it to your son so we can be friends on the Switch. <laughs> um, Wait, those, those, they still use those? <laughs> uh, or something. Um, yeah, but like Beto was just saying right now, do you think with the, su- the success of the Switch, it coming out in March and then like having enough stock for holiday, do you think companies like Sony and Microsoft are going to change their thought of when to release a console instead of the the end quarter of the holidays to be March to build up that anticipation and then have stock ready <coughs> for a holiday, you know? Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, it's kind of hard to say. Nintendo always has always been one to think outside the box when it comes to shit like that, too. Um, it sounds and then like I mean you know for all for all of that Microsoft still released their Xbox One X around the same time that you'd expect <coughs> them to release a console or an our console refresh and it seems to be doing well again we never really know because they never fucking really say yeah. but mm-hmm. I mean it, it by all accounts like from what things were being said like it seemed to sell pretty good um, if it works for them I don't think that they're gonna they're gonna change things too much. It still makes sense. Like, if you're going to... What it always seems like the general plan is, is, like, they front load the holiday season with a new console. And then, generally yeah. speaking, January, February, March, April, that's when it's... Then it becomes difficult to get the console. Yeah. That's generally, like, I feel like most, like, Nintendo and... Not Nintendo. um, Sony and Microsoft do. And then, usually, around those same months when a new console comes out, you get that drought, you know, game-wise. Nintendo, you know went opted to do something different this time you know drop it in march but i think really a lot of that dropping it in march and everything how it went like that having that fucking plan of games every month is i felt like to me is what also helped build the hype so that by the time you got to the holiday season you're like what games do i have you know instead of nintendo dropping at the holiday season we're like we've got five games that's it you know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. all we have. And, and let's face it, the biggest game we have right now is Legend of Zelda. That's what's going to be out. They were like, no, we're releasing in March. Here's Zelda Day 1. Here's a couple of re, you know, some games that were like Splatoon 2. 
So, like, by the time you get to fucking November, December, Black Friday comes, the holiday season comes, you're like, holy shit, I'm going to get a Switch, and I've got a fucking, I actually have a difficult choice, because, like, let's say I'm going to buy the, the console for my son or someone like that and two games. I don't, there's so many fucking choices now. It's not so obvious yeah. where it's like, oh, this yeah. is really cool, which I think also is great for them when it comes to like the add-ons because that's where you want to sell you want to sell the games you want to sell the fucking yeah, yeah. controllers and all that shit you don't want them to just walk out with the console in a game no, no you just my, my boss is a prime example you bought two games mm-hmm. all right we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back to see you in a bit Welcome back. And and for this week, I kind of want to do something. I noticed something. Kind of, and, and this is what I wanted to do for this week, close to the holiday. And it really has nothing to do with the holidays. I get a great magazine called Game Informer. Um, unfortunately. But every time I get a, a magazine, what I like to do is... Uh, when it comes in the mail, I like to get it and throw it in the trash because I get all my news on the internet. It's already like outdated. Yeah, like, where will you get it? You know, you can change your pres- your your, your uh, prescription, digital, your prescription, yeah, yeah. prescription to digital. digital. Yeah, That's to what digital. I do. But That's what I don't do. want to add to the. <coughs> I don't want to add to the. Di- I don't want to add to the digital toxicity of the internet of our city. Of our city. <laughs> um, but you go online and you like go to Twitter and stuff like that. So you're already doing it with every hit. But I needed to. Uh, Use the restroom one day, and this was handy because I like to read. Well, oh, I thought you wiped. No, you well, ran out of toilet paper, and you just use that. I always use this for back. <laughs> You're using the one that you wiped. So when it comes to news on here or whatever, kind of outdated. I don't like their writing, but this really caught me. This really caught my attention, and I thought, you know what? I'm gonna read this on the podcast. All right, it was someone sending letters. It was feedback. So this is a letter from Kyle Dunn titled game over hello i've been reading your magazine for several years now and i have a problem it seems that over the years i've become disillusioned with gaming i mean i still go out and buy the hot new games when it released when it's released but some i hardly play and most i never finish I've been a gamer all my life, yet I haven't found much joy in gaming in the recent years. Not since the, <coughs> not since the GameCube slash PS2 era. I think this is because games were simple back then. Games were games. I feel that games today have too many gimmicks. Motion controls, 4K, 3D, VR, touchscreens, HD remakes. Most of the games are the same exact games that come out every year. They crank out a new Assassin's Creed game or a Call of Duty that's basically the same as last year's game. Maybe I'm just an old timer, stuck in the past, but I wish games were simple and fun again. Maybe it's time to put away my controller for good. That was Kyle Dunn. Now, before you answer Joe, hold on. This was Game Informer's response. Okay. Hey, fuck you, kid. (laughs) 
We're not sure that Assassin's Creed, which is coming off a hiatus and taking players to Egypt and Origins, and Call of Duty, which is the near future setting of recent entire entries for World War II, are the best examples of same exact game every year argument that critics love to bandy about. Regardless, people do sometimes grow out of hobbies. If nothing from this year's slate of great games excites you, can always just stick to the classics. That was the end of the answer from Game Informer. Now that caught me by surprise. This Kyle had a question and Game Informer didn't really give him an answer. Kind of half-heartedly, half-assedly gave him one. And I thought to myself, you know what? Us, third-party controller, can give Kyle the answer he needs. So, we're going to do the work that Game Informer doesn't do. So, I like to bring in a new segment where if Game Informer can't do it, third party can. So, Kyle, third party controller will answer your question from three of us. So, Joe, what would you tell Kyle? Quit, you fucking quitter. (laughs) Go ahead and quit. Be a little bitch and fucking quit. If you don't like Call of Duty, if you don't like fucking Assassin's Creed every year, and you're going to be like, you're going to cry, and then just fucking quit playing. Then, yeah, yeah. Pack your shit up and then fucking go take up a new fucking hobby. Quit your bitching. Right? And who fucking writes into magazines anymore? Seriously. Just do what everyone else does and just fucking throw your... Regurgitate your fucking... Your 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 thoughts and emotions on fucking Twitter. It's simpler. Duh. Dumb shit. Betha? Stick to the classics. <laughs> Which are GameCube PS2? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, what do you say that he... I mean, there's still some games out there that aren't really repetitive. There's still... I mean... I, I understand what he's saying, but... Is he playing, like, on Tube TV still? That's why he's mad? Like, <laughs> is, is like you know, these 4K... Oh, uh, uh, High-definition 3D... I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. If you're playing on a fucking Tube TV, then obviously, yeah, stick to that. Because, I mean... I wonder how that would look if you could plug it into a tube TV. I'm pretty sure there's a way. It won't look nice, but... <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's still some good games out there. We just... I feel like he just chose... He, he picks two of... games. He picked the two most... Yeah, they, yeah, Like, I don't... I feel like Game Informer's answer was... It was... You're right. It's like a shitty non-answer. Yeah. Because in reality, they are two games <clears> that <throat> fucking repeat themselves over and over again. Yeah. You can change the setting, but everything that that goes on like in a call of duty game you change the setting it can make for an exciting experience but you're still playing fucking call of duty it, yeah, it's yeah. the same the engine there has not changed it is what it is um assassin's creed for the most part i've actually heard a lot of good things about the new one but you know you're still getting it's fucking still, assassin's yeah. creed he picked those two games though and i'm like dude when you pick those two games it, it kind of tells me where your mentality is yeah I mean, I I have those games. I play those games, but I play a lot of other different shit too. And I could easily have named a bunch of other games that yeah. like that are out there that you can and play. I, and I think that's the thing. That's that's the answer he should have gotten was, yeah. look, 
You're saying you're buying all the the hot titles, the big titles. That's cool, but but it's the same thing that I went through years ago. If if the games that you're usually used to aren't really satisfying you, or you're not that into it, try something out of the box. Try something you're not used to at all. You know, if you're not used to the, you know, if you're not used to the point and click, if you've never tried the, you know, like the Life is Strange or the Walking Dead series type of games. Try those. Look at one that might be interesting to you. You know, if you're a fan of like the Marvel movies, they had a Guardians of the Galaxy game. If you like the Borderlands series, they had Tales from the Borderlands, you know, from Telltale. Um, just I would I would recommend go out of your comfort zone because it's easy to just stay where you want. You know, it's yeah, it's <laughs> easy to, to just, you know, I'm going to buy the games that I know I like. And if right now the games, you know, you like, but you're not liking you just got to try something different, you know? There's there's so many games, there's so many different types of games. Maybe even like, you know, which I don't like to say when people say, "Well, this isn't a game." It's like play it, you know, even though it's not considered a game, you know, if you're having fun or you enjoying it, I say go for it. But hey, I had that same, you know, I've talked about it on the show, but I've had I had that same feeling when like three of the biggest blockbuster games came out, Halo 2, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and Metal Gear Solid 3 was around the corner. You know, Halo 2 wasn't a bad game. I just, you know, it had a pretty crappy ending and I wasn't playing multiplayer. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, it was great. It was was a big departure from previous Grand Theft Autos and such a big game. But that was a part of it that I didn't like was that I felt it was too big and it took... For me, it took too long to get from point A to point B. Yeah, yeah. I lost interest. It's one of the biggest Grand Theft Autos. Well, I think five already beat it, right? Yeah, I don't. I, th- I, I, I want to say. But five also, like did. the it's it was easier. To, it, five was easier to travel around. Oh hell yeah! Tele- either teleporting or just but driving around, and it's less loading times. The pacing of five is what I wish Grand Theft Auto San Andreas had mm-hmm. personally. Um, but I had two big blockbuster games that I didn't enjoy, and I was kind of done with games. I, I felt like I wanted to be done with games because you know gaming is an expensive habit. Which I, you know, I understand. But then Metal Gear Solid 3 came along. For all I knew, it probably was going to be the same thing and I wasn't going to like it. And it for me, it was a fresh, it was a breath of fresh air for the series and what I wanted at that time. So that kind of got me back in to where I was almost going to step out of it probably for a while. But that's what I would say, Kyle, is just step out of your comfort zone and just try different things, you know? Um, yeah, stick with the classics, but I would say try to find other things because you know gaming isn't just one, one or two different types of genres. There's multiple genres out there. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it, the his question felt. I mean, there's a there's like a tint of cynicism in his in his the way he you know, picking those games. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's like some cynicism in in his tone. So it's like, yeah, man. Pick some other stuff. Try something new out, you know? Um, Have you heard of a game called Madden 2018? <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with Madden 2017. Yeah, that's what's... I mean, the new totally different game. One. But no, man. I mean, there's fucking some really cool what's games out there. Like the roster. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's games like, uh, like, like, you know, for example, Nier Automata. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Neo, there, there's a bunch Persona of stuff. Persona Five, 
Yeah, <laughs> RPGs. There's a lot of stuff out there that you can like give a you know try out and see if you like. Star Wars Battlefront too. <laughs> hey, hey, if you're in the loot boxes, sure. And every in that too, like every genre, like RPGs, strategy games, they're not all the same. A lot of them are different. Some are easier. Some are harder. Some are just kookier. You know. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of shit out there that you can try and you know. <coughs> You know, I mean, I mean, if you feel like if you're already, you know, tending to that point where like you're already tainted, like you just you're ready to quit. I mean, I mean, you can. It's up to you. It's it's your call. But I don't think, you know, you're, you're picking the, the, the gigantic triple A blockbusters. You know, it's like it's like every summer at the theater, there's always going to be some shit like that. You know, if you can enjoy them, cool. If you're tired of them. Don't go watch them. Don't go, you know, don't pick those games. Pick something different. There's other stuff out there. You know, every day, every time, you you know, every year we always, we generally always find something new and something cool, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh, our little uh, we third-party controller does what Game Informer won't. Is that kind of like Sega does what Nintendo? <laughs> yes. But, yeah, um, that's going to be it for this week. I just want to say, um, everyone out there, have a happy, merry, merry Christmas from us at Third Party Controller. You guys want to wish anyone a happy Christmas? No. Okay. <laughs> well, that's going to be it for this week. Uh, if you want to send us any questions, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or thirdpartycontrollerpodcast on our Instagram. Remember, it's Third Party Controller Podcast with a three. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. George Michael back. He passed away last year, but he's here for this song from SF3PC. We're doing this, baby. Let's go. Last Christmas, I gave it to my heart, but the very next day, swear, gave it away.
I'm only like five minutes into it, so.